KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 53 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 53 minutes, 50 KBUT, The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. It is November 16th, 2021. And get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. How are you doing today? Good. How are you, Dr. I'm doing good. We had a little late start. My computer decided it wanted to do like some kind of update right when I came in and it was like, you know how then it shows you a little bar? It's like, it will be 48 minutes. It's always insane when I see like the updates even uh-huh. for like my cell phone. It's like, it's 30 crazy. minutes. I'm like, what are you, crazy? Yeah, what are you doing exactly? But whatever. Got my microphone all like I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting a little slight feedback from my um, monitor over here, but it's all right. I think I like it. Are you be all right? I think I'll be fine. Sure? I'll live. I'll live. We'll see, we'll see. Um, what have you been doing today? I know we're going to some fundraiser later. That'll oh, be yeah. fun. Is it f- free food and maybe some music or entertainment, something fun like that? <laughs> well, there, there's wine and uh, appetizers, but mostly Ooh, just networking. I like it. Whatever. Networking's fun. Well, have you heard, because I wanted to, we were talking about like a coworker earlier of yours, um, that... Well, maybe like wears makeup for a reason, and that they're they're uh, they're male. Uh, have you heard about Harry Styles' new uh, cosmetics line for non-gender? I guess just whoever wants it. You know, Harry Styles has kind of been pushing the trend with like uh, gender fluidity would be the correct words. Where like they wear a blouse with you know some jeans and like conventional men's jeans and like jewelry that you know normally women wear like you know pearls and stuff like that and it's kind of been a trend like I've seen other celebrities kind of rocking the same style and it's kind of been like more of a normification is that the word? Normification? Sure. Normalizing. It's it's a new word yeah I guess I mean you know normalizing things didn't used to happen. Yeah so they normalized some things that were 
that were seen as as being too radical or just too weird. Too and they weird. kind of like made them more mainstream and something that a lot of people are kind of like mimicking a lot. And even I've seen like straight people, I think hairstyles is considered, you know, straight. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure what he is or what he identifies. But I've, just, I've seen other I think guys, he identifies as dollar signs, whatever. He's going to put some dollars in my pocket, people. But I mean, at, at the same time, like, I'm, I'm like questioning, like, is it is it wrong because he's making money off of this, or if he really feels this way? But he's also still pushing uh, a normal normalcy. Of, yeah, I think it's of both. I mean, like fluidity and dressing. How just how you dress, how you feel. Yeah. One day you feel like it's wearing fine. some like some spandex or something and walking down the street. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, and if I mean, you can make some money off of it, I mean, this line is. I hate the name. Have you heard the name of it? I haven't. It's called pleasing. Pleasing. The name is pleasing. But I, I think it's kind oh, of Oh, cool that's though. the name of his new single? Oh, uh, I have no idea. I thought that's what you just but said. I, but I mean, um, okay, no, I mean, I, I like the way it's where it's going. Just wear what you want to wear. Who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wear what you want to wear. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's nail polish, eyeliner. If I keep pulling my eyebrows out, you know, I'm going to have to start wearing some eyebrows. Yeah, someone try to like, get you to get you to tattoo <laughs> Yeah, something. tattoo my eyebrows. Uh, I do. I like to pull them out. It's fun. I don't know. <laughs> It's like so there's some kind of I forget what it's called. It's like if you Google it, there's some word for it where like you pull your eyebrows out. If I get stressed out, I just like to pull them out. I don't know why. But and I got some fun money news for you. How's that crypto going over there? How you crypto in? Uh, crypto crashed. I yeah. heard boom. Yeah, yeah, but I, I took out uh, most of what I had Good. last okay. week, you know, to get a few Christmas stuff. But I mean, and <laughs> oh I, really? So wait, wait, wait. So you cashed out? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It crashed. Good yeah. job. So I cashed out, not knowing that uh, hundreds of billions were lost. Apparently, yeah. this but now, now yesterday. that it's crashed again, I think I might jump back in. Yes, see now you gotta jump back in. I've made my money, and now mm -hmm. I'm gonna jump back in now that it's down again. No, Jesse knows what he's doing. All right, all right, all right. I don't really need a All a bad bitch needs So what's like the hot one right now? Like Ethereum? What? Like Solana? Solana is Solana. Is that what it is? The hotter was. <laughs> um, apparently that one, those all crashed. So I mean, I guess you get back on one of those. Yeah, I mean, you can, it's, using Coinbase is pretty easy. You don't, you don't have to spend too much. You can spend ten, twenty dollars here and there. Um, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to wet the, wet your feet with uh, some Bitcoin water. I always um, hear about Ethereum. It's always like yeah, Ethereum is like the one that's really hot right beneath, right beneath Bitcoin. Um, and that's like a oh yeah, that's right. Because Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. I kind of forget that yeah. sometimes. People yeah. use Bitcoin as, a, as it's like Kleenex, as, as like yeah, currency. Like oh, you bought Bitcoin, and they're just saying oh, you bought like you bought like Ethereum or whatever, sushi swap or one inch or something sushi like that, swap. or Solana or How's Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu, yeah, that's the dog one, right? Yeah, I love these. These are hilarious. Right, what's that? Yeah, but it's one of you know what it is. So it's one of those things like you never know what's gonna get some traction. You don't know. And it could be like at one cent, and you you invest some money in it. It's a marketing it, it thing. Like, yeah. Even if it hits like fifty dollars, yeah. you still like you whatever. Know. It's a gamble. I mean, it's a it it's a way for people to gamble without coming to Vegas. <laughs> Almost it's like you can gamble at home. Yeah, it's kind of mm. true. I mean, it's like the stock market. Yeah, I mean, it's all the. I think it's a little more fluid in the stock market because mm -hmm. it has the ability to change pretty rapidly. The stock market is more consistent, but there's money to be made. There is. I mean, there's so much money floating around. It's crazy. Um, well, speaking of money again, you know, do you know... 
you know Alex Jones? He's like a radio douchebag that does like InfoWars. Every once in a while I'll see some idiot at the gym with the InfoWars shirt on. Um, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No, I don't follow dude. It's a very, like, white people thing, yeah, like, it's very, like, but he, um, he's the one that he's, like, he's known for saying, like, something about the frogs being gay. They made the frogs gay! And he hits his voice. Um, oh, here, here's something. Here we go, let's see if it's ten ridiculous clips. ...new world order with a side of general conspiracy theories. Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we're counting you down our about picks this. for the top 10 ridiculous yeah. Alex Jones moments. He loves defrauding the bitches. He loves slapping them upside the head and having them beg him. Beg him for more. Before we begin, okay. we publish new videos sure every do. day. So, dresses as the Joker from Christopher Nolan's 2000... Number three, BBC Sunday Politics. So now we know... How, now we know the Bilderberg has given us the euro. Things sure can get weird when two worlds collide, huh? We'll In this segment, that. the realm of hear a pop. You would hear the pop of the can. He also points out that pickled vegetables have a top that doesn't These turn on. Like very good. But These the reason there's so many gay people now is because it's a chemical warfare operation. Oh, yeah. I have the government documents where they said they're going to encourage homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children. Most famously, Ooh. however, he asserted that stuff. the... Anyway. So one of his famous things that he's known for is Sandy Hook. Like, you know, the elementary school where all those kids got their little heads blown off? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been known to, like, rag on those parents and things like that. But they just, uh, I guess, slapped him with a defamation lawsuit, and they won. So he's going to have to pay, like, millions of dollars to the Sandy Hook parents coming up pretty soon. Um, and I, I know he has a, his wife is divorcing him and all that stuff so like i'm i doubt that i doubt that he has like a ton of money you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that's one of those things like you can say whatever you want to say but when it starts to actually affect people because like they have people going to like their home and things like that oh actually we got a we got a story from jake all right mr jake mr Tapper. in our national lead yeah. now after years of peddling the vicious and evil lie that the sandy hook massacre was a hoax alex jones is now struggling to defend himself from lawsuits and a newly released deposition for one of those defamation suits from some of the families of the victims we're seeing for the first time the Infowars host on tape and under oath struggling to demonstrate any remorse to the loved ones of those who were killed and even offering more by way of diluted conspiracy theories. I am not the only person to question Sandy Hook. Conspiracy theorist and professional liar Alex Jones swore to tell the truth in this recent three-hour deposition. It was seemingly an uncomfortable spot for the InfoWars founder who shared the revolting lie with millions of his followers that the deaths of 20 first graders and six educators at Sandy Hook Elementary School in 2012 was a hoax, prompting his followers to harass the grieving families whom so he smeared as coached yeah. actors. Like, prompting them to harass. This couldn't be staged. Jones is now being He said they were crisis actors and all this crazy nonsense. I mean, just it like... became like a... He a was left, the guy. It, was, yeah. it became like a, oh, it's a left-leaning publicity mm-hmm. stunt and they're all mm-hmm. paid actors. And the same and thing happened at the, the Florida like, LGBT I think that's the thing with Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene was harassing that one student mm-hmm. who survived the school shooting. And that's why people are just like sick and like it's become to the point where, you know, people that are elected officials are literally harassing little kids because they in their mind think that 
you know, Sandy Hook and some of these other school shootings are are actually are made up and right. fake. It's just it's just tragic. Like the the sense of like what people perceive as reality and what is fictional. Some people just have no grasp, or they're or or they really using want it. For it. They want game it. Nowadays. Some people want there to be like Illuminati uh, and this all this conspiracy in the world. That's really not like. I mean, it's, it's just like Christmas. Plan. I know you guys think there's Santa Claus and glitter and. And unicorns, but I, I hate to tell December. you this, but it's a it's a fake facade and it's a string holding up that unit that 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 deer right there. I mean, it's crushing, yeah, crushing. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> we can still have a good time, but it's but it's not real. Sorry to tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I think part of our problem is that we just like we we almost want to live in fantasy, like um, the Travis Scott thing and the people talking about the Simpsons predicted it. Have you heard any of this? Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, because um, it was going around everywhere. Because the Simpsons have predicted some things, but um, I think we're stretching here. Like, the, I guess somebody drew some artwork of, like, Travis Scott fan art that resembled the head from him going in, you know, going in his mouth or whatever that they keep showing on the news with the dreadlocks and all. But I guess he used that at other things. So it wasn't like one time they used it, you know, and it just popped up on the Simpsons and then some person drew it three years ago. But then... People were saying, oh, it was the Simpsons saying it's devil worship. Here's a clip. Let's see what this is from the news. We are looking into yet another claim that the Simpsons predicted the future, in this case, the Astral World Music Festival tragedy. Now, the image being used most commonly to back up the claim is this one, which appears to show various Springfield residents next to a monument of musician Travis Scott. But that's not from an episode of The Simpsons. It's a piece of fan art. Okay, yeah. So somebody drew this, and then they're posting around everywhere saying it was from The Simpsons, but it was never from The Simpsons. Um, that's it is three years ago. So it's like, Others base their claim on an actual episode from season 15, in which Marge one. criticizes a concert promoter. But she makes no specific references to Scott like, or Matthew. There is an episode where Marge gets out of the car and says something like, Oh, look at all these people. What a carelessly reckless concert promoter or something like that. And it's supposed to be like a, a funny little ha-ha-ha joke. Um, well, who else do you care about? You know, I know you don't like The Simpsons. You're not like a... I'm not really a cartoon person too yeah. much. I mean, I think the, the one cartoon that I actually did like was Family Guy. Oh, yeah, Family I thought Guy it was kind of smart. And it was uh, a little edgy. And I, I like Stewie, so I'm a little biased. Do you know who this is? That's Russian, motherfucker. Now you don't know who this is? Go home and clean the kitchen. <laughs> oh, sir, I'm Jewish. I pay people to do that. I would like to repeatedly kill Marvelous Miss Maisel, Jesse, come on. Oh, I love Marvelous Miss so, Marvelous Miss Maisel season four, uh, season four has, I guess, uh, been released. There's been some photos. They haven't actually officially announced it, but you know that's going to come back out. That yeah. was great. That was on Amazon, right? Like Amazon Video? Amazon Prime? Uh-huh. I believe it was. Um, the season three ended. Um, remember when she was like had that new boyfriend? It was that tall guy? I don't remember how it ended. Like, but she was, like, kind of doing her own thing. She was more on top of the world and everything. She was kind of coming into her own, like, the girl power and all that, I guess. He arrested me just the other night. I was outside talking to the guys, and Lindsay here whips out his...
Wallet. What did you think I was going to say? His penis? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Let's, uh, let's give him some uh, healthy guitar. We got some food news. I think we've already talked about. We'll be right back. I love that shit. All right, this it is the doctor like mm. We'll be right back. Another day, servicing the masses. You know, like I always go about Firehouse sub. I'm like, oh, I love Firehouse. They're like, it's good. It's like a classic sub. It's like better than Subway. You know, they're just getting bought out now by Burger King. Everybody's gonna own everything. Well, not like, just Burger King. Burger King's parents. Yeah, but whatever. It's, you know, that's the thing. Like, yeah, every, but you, like Burger, gonna, you like Burger King now. I don't you, want, you like, like that chicken sandwich. Firehouse. Uh, I don't know. Okay, you, yeah, that chicken sandwich. Yeah, but their menu's not gonna change. That's true. The, men, the menu's gonna stay consistent. I just wonder, though. Like, is everything just gonna be the same one day? Is everything just gonna taste exactly the freaking same? Because we're everything's just being bought by the same people? Mm, I don't know. I know you talked about these. You saw these Applebee's uh, Cheetos flavored wings. Okay, oh, that sounds good. Now that does look good. The photo I mean, they is eat, like they're, they're, incredibly. They're, they're probably going to be good actually because you know they're Applebee's, but it could be really bad. No, I bet it's. I is mean, it like regular? Is it hot Cheetos or is it like Cheetos there's, lime? No, there's like a natural cheesy looking one, and there's like a spicy looking one. It looks okay, like because you know red. you know Mexicans like lime on everything. I mean, like, sure you can spread some I, lime I can on drizzle it. lemon on everything. So I don't think there's gonna be actual lime flavor. I would assume it's like the cheese flavor and then like the hot flavor. You know, like the red flavor. I would assume from the photo at least. I know we bought a bunch of uh, Thanksgiving kind of planning items, like a cooler and some hot stations to keep all foods hot and everything. Um, I guess that, that turkey shortage is a thing. Um, uh, have we pre-planned a turkey? <laughs> yeah, we already bought two of them right now. Okay, I'm about to say. People were actually saying, that I did see a list that came out, that came out recently, we talking about like, if you want a ham or a turkey, you better get on that like this week. I do have an interesting story about Marilyn Manson I wanted to tell you about. And I just want you to tell me if you think this is, like, could this possibly be, like, true? And nobody knew about it. Um, I just, I find this hard to believe that someone, this, I don't know, it, like, takes a lot for something like this to happen. Um, I'm not quite sure how I feel about one of this story. But, you, you know, it's one of those things where you just gotta believe the victims, supposedly, and everything. Um... Let's take a break, and I'm going to hear what you think about this. We'll be right back. Sweet dreams are made of K-B-U-T. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by...
Alright, this is the Dr. Rever Project. We're back and we're gonna talk about Marilyn Manson just a little bit, Jesse. Um, the story kind of popped up to me because it's a, uh, it's happened in West Hollywood, where, you're, where we go, your brother lives. That's kind of interesting. Um, well, the story says that a alleged woman, this even says numerous women, but it doesn't say that numerous women said this happened. But at least one woman says that Marilyn Manson has a small soundproof glass enclosure in his West Hollywood, California apartment that he uses to lock women in that he was dating and he calls it his bad girl's room or something. I mean, is that like even possible? Like, yeah, you'd have I mean, to have that built. That's like something you see in yeah, a movie. But that's also Marilyn Manson who has a crazy amount of money, I'm sure. He was at, so and high. his heyday, he was the biggest thing out there in rock music. So yeah, he could afford to do that. But my thing is, if it's consensual, they can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Apparently, you're saying it's his, for his girlfriend, who says. obviously had to agree, hopefully, to go into this timeout room. Well, this says and right here he mentioned it in an article one time, I guess, with V Magazine, and he said something that something to the effect that he would put them in there when they would piss him off. Uh, maybe not Batman. This is interesting. I have to well, dig he, into this more. He's had some other issues, I believe, of like some people he dated accusing him of doing some stuff. I don't know though. I, I mean, if everybody thinks you're so crazy and weird, maybe you just like become crazy. Yeah, maybe you just have to become crazy and weird just to like. I wonder how much of this is like. That takes a lot of effort. You know what I mean? Like, how much of this is real, and how much of this is just kind of like getting a little bit too much into the act that you're living. You know what I mean? Taking a little too far. Taking a little too far. Let's talk about some positive news, Jesse. I know you like the Jonas Brothers, don't you? Yeah, yeah. They got a restaurant. Their family's opening up a restaurant yes. in Vegas. They have one in Charlotte. Um, I've never been to it. Do you know what it's called? Um, no, it hasn't opened yet. It's opening up well, next year. I wonder if it's the same one as one in Charlotte. Wonder if it's just gonna be called the Jonas Brothers Restaurant. What's the one in Charlotte called? I know there is one. Let's see. Let's see. I know they have one. You can buy tickets for it? No, 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 no. Hmm. Restaurant. Nellie's Southern Kitchen? Is that what it is? Maybe it's I called. Think, yeah, that kind of sounds familiar. Nellie's Southern Kitchen? Yeah, I think that's what it is. 36 North Main Street? Yeah, it's in Belmont. Yeah, it's in Belmont, which is a very nice area right outside of Charlotte. It's basically considered Charlotte. Yeah, ooh, okay. Southern Hospitality done right. Okay, let's do some biscuits on there. Looks pretty good. You don't even see anything about them at all, really. It just says, our inspiration comes from Nellie Jonas, Kevin Sr.'s grandmother. So I guess the... the the dad of the Jonas Brothers' mother, right? Is that what you would think? I, I think so, but I think it's a whole family collaborative from my understanding. Like all the brothers are probably financially backing it. Um, and, you know, family, other family members will kind of manage the establishment. Hmm. It's well, kind of cool. Open I mean, early it, 2022. And, it, and it, I, I read that article and it said that the Jonas Brothers have a lot of influence in Las Vegas and, you know, they plan on doing more things here in, in Vegas. 
Um, and I think a lot of people are seeing that, that Vegas has so much potential and they're starting to invest and see themselves, you know, doing more things here in the area. It says it's going to be opening up in the MGM Grand early 2022 and they uh, think their southern charm roots from their family that goes back in North Carolina to, from 1760s. It's interesting. Well, that'll be interesting to see. What do you think about um, Beto O'Rourke running for governor, Mr. Jesse? I'm excited. I, I really hope he pulls it off this time. And I mean, did, you, did you see the 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 mistake already? The PR nightmare that no. Jake Gyllenhaal created. <laughs> I literally just saw this, and now like, what's that? Uh, well, for for those of you who don't know, like Beto O'Rourke has run for office a few times uh -huh. in, in in Texas. His last bid was for Senate. Uh, so apparently, Jake Gyllenhaal decided after the announcement that he would wear Beto O'Rourke's old t-shirt that said Beto O'Rourke for Senate and it caused confusion because oh, people were it was okay. like, oh, is he running against Ted Cruz? I wonder why I saw Jake Gyllenhaal Yeah, but he's actually running for governor. Gotcha. Um, but also Jake Gyllenhaal was in the news for a different sort because, you know, Taylor Swift's Red Album was just re-released and remastered. Uh, so she has ownership of the rights of the song. Oh yeah, I did hear about and that too. So it was extended version, and Jake Gyllenhaal just happens to be one of the boyfriends behind one of the songs. Oh well, my goodness, you're just full of good ideas today and news. Look at you. I know. Anytime I like, I have certain things I know I put in here that if like you're getting distracted over there, you're not paying me attention. I'd be like, oh, okay, let me find something that Jesse likes. <laughs> let's see. All right, let's get him announcing. I got a clip. Presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke just officially announcing on Twitter that he is running for governor of Texas against incumbent Greg Abbott, who's running for his third term. At this point, the former three-term congressman from El Paso is not expected to face any serious challengers to the Democratic Party's nomination. He seeks to become the first Democrat to win statewide office in Texas since 1994. And remember, this state, the population, the demographics have been changing year after year. True. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that all goes down. I'll go down. All right, let's take a break, and I want to talk about this Kyle Rittenhouse trial because I didn't think it was going to be as fascinating as it actually turned out to be, to be honest, because I thought it was going to be like open and shut case, like he did or he didn't do it, but then I kind of found myself going up and down of like, okay, obviously we know he did it, but was it self-defense? Was it murder? And then I'll just get into it in a second. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. What you going to say? cave and you don't know anything about the story um this is uh kyle rittenhouse murder trial he shot three people killing two of them in kenosha wisconsin during the riots and all that kind of stuff but it doesn't really matter um he's on trial four and they made it very clear shooting people and killing people he's not on trial for going there for rioting he's not on trial for lying he's not on trial for any of that 
He's on trial for murdering people. And as the trial went through, I was like, well, there's no way they're going to get him on first-degree murder. They're just not. Like, there's not. Because, I mean, there's, there's going to be somebody on that trial that, that did, that would feel threatened like he did, so that I know that that, would, that that wouldn't happen. But then they started, I guess, adding lesser charges, or the judge said that they could look at lesser charges. So I think, Jesse, it's going to be... Like unintentional or accidental or something. I think he's gonna get something. Um, but they did take away the gun charge, which I found to be strange. So the very lowest of low, I think he's already off the table. Um, here's like a two-minute update clip. Today in the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, after two weeks of witnesses, sometimes heated courtroom exchanges, or the don't get line. brazen with me, and emotional testimony from Rittenhouse himself. <laughs> <laughs> How hard was it to see your son break down like that? It was very hard and very difficult. Wendy Rittenhouse says her son is being treated for PTSD. What do you say to people who look at this case and think this teenager had no business bringing a military-style weapon to this chaotic scene? A lot of people shouldn't have been there. And he brought that gun for protection and to this day if he didn't have that gun my son would have been dead you know she doesn't know that he went down he shouldn't have been there in the first place and he wasn't he even was from chased there. by a mob rittenhouse faces six counts including intentional homicide for shooting and killing two he's not gonna get that third. i don't think it happened during unrest in kenosha last summer following the police shooting of a black man jacob blake the attorney for gage grosskreutz the shooting survivor says rittenhouse created the carnage I don't believe his testimony showed that he was actually in imminent risk of death or great bodily harm. That's the thing. Convicted. You have to be like imminent risk. So somebody with a skateboard is not going to hurt you. So they were saying he could have kicked him. He could have pushed. He could have spit. He could have done anything. And the, the one person he shot and killed, he like shot them multiple times and the kill shot. So it's like you didn't have to shoot him again. You see what I'm saying, Jesse? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Now 18-year-old could face life in prison. The judge indicating he'll allow the jury to consider lesser charges. The case has attracted national attention, dividing those who see Rittenhouse either as a vigilante looking for trouble or a patriot protecting the city. Ahead of a possible verdict this week, Wisconsin's governor has authorized hundreds of the state's National Guard. Are you anticipating, looking forward to, dreading the verdict? I'm scared. I am overwhelmed. Twelve people have my son's life in their hands. Today, 12 jurors will be randomly selected from the 18 who have heard the case so far. Deliberations could be underway by tonight, Hoda. All right, Gabe Gutierrez there in Kenosha. Gabe, thanks. So I think that was like, that was good. That was very like, explained it, you know. Sometimes these, you watch it on TV and you just don't really understand. But yeah. I like to understand these cases because I do think they're important. Like, this one's going to be an important one, I think. People are going to see this and... I was worried that they weren't going to have any other options other than like black or white here in this case. But they did. They gave some more options of, you know, unintentional manslaughter and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. There's like five different things. But I guess some fun North Carolina news for you, Jesse. North Carolina. And then we should uh, probably go get ready because what time do we need to leave? Uh, we have to leave 
fairly soon, actually. So we need to leave by like 4.30, right? Yeah. So I want to make sure I have like an hour to get ready and take Mr. Odie out, so. We'll do a animal slash North Carolina story. They can wrap it up for the day. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers. KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Doctor Whoever. Blowing minds from coast to coast. The doctor is in. Here, anonymous experts. With insider information straight from the source. Get the facts and judge for yourself at DrWhoever.com. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. Y'all fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? This this veterinarian clinic in North Carolina is like brightening people's spirits when they have to come, Jesse. Um, They have uh, changed their sign, I guess, weekly to just have like an inspirational, funny little message. So when you're coming to, you know, put your dog down or whatever you have to do with the vet, it's usually not a positive experience, right? Put your dog down or, or help whatever them get their shots or something. Hey, Why is it always like the worst case scenario? Odie acts like he's being put down every time we go to the vet, I swear. You give that dog a shot, he turns around and bites your finger off. <laughs> but um, some of the signs read, What do you feed an invisible cat, Jesse? Nothing. Evaporated milk. Oh god. <laughs> we got another one. Uh, what does a lazy dog chase? Parked cars, Jesse. Parked cars. How long is this gonna go on for? Just two more. Oh my god. How do cats end a fight? They hiss and make up. I feel like we're losing <laughs> listeners as, as you continue to go on. One more, one more, one more. Okay, right. What do a pol- what do a police need when a dog is missing? I have no idea. A few good leads. Oh god. I like that mixture. And these, my friends, are what tickles Doctor Whoever's fans. Okay, pretty good. Why do I told you the other day, uh, Sesame Street is getting a new character, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Sesame Street. I'm most people, I'm like, I, I'm a kid inside sometimes. Like, I see Big Bird and Elmo and all them, and I'm like, I get a little, like, giggly. I do. I, like, I love me some Oscar the Grouch and Cookie Monster, you know? <laughs> um, but I guess Sesame Street came out. They, are they Jim Henson? Are they Sesame Street? I feel like... I have no idea. I'm I, not I, sure. I always, I, are they? I don't know if they are or not. 
or maybe they were bought. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, the Muppets, Sesame Street, they're adding a new Korean American seven-year-old. I love it. A J.I. slash Young, G. Young, Jin, Jin, G. Young. I don't know. Um, have to ask somebody that's better yeah. at that. Um, but it's the first time I guess they've had that on the show. It's gonna be part of the Thanksgiving Day special called See Us Come Together. Uh, it says like many Asian American Pacific Islanders, her identity will straddle two cultures. Interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. She's a musician and she plays electric guitar. Uh, very modern girl. I love how they like have the character talking. It's like the character quoted the quote. You know, like when when um, Kermit comes on and Kermit talks with the news people. I always love that. Well, my question here is, I don't want to like sound insensitive. Okay, I'm gonna play the clip. Before Too late. I, I know. I'm gonna play the clip before I say anything because um, I want to make sure I hear it from from Ernie over here. Yeah, it just. Oh, she just said it. What's her name? You're a woman of intelligence. Yeah, that's my dream one day, to just have a director's chair with a yeah. name on it. Ji Young. Ji Young. Yeah, it just... That would be terrific. The new girl on Sesame Street. There's so many different types of people and monsters here. It, it feels like no matter who you are or where you come from, you belong. Her name is Ji Young, and she's the first Asian-American core Muppet on Sesame Street. So I guess Actually, there's something really cool about my name. So in Korean, uh, traditionally, the two syllables, they each mean something different. And Ji mm. means, like, uh, uh, smart or wise. And um, Young means, like, uh, brave or courageous or wow. strong. Yeah. But, but my question, Jesse, is, well, what color is Ernie, then? He's kind of like reddish with a red I, okay my thing is i didn't know they were i didn't know they even had races you know what i mean i thought ernie was like kind of like this orange color and is it burnt like the, green i mean i just don't i, I didn't like, think they were races i mean i think you could see some type of uh like racial features in some of the, the I think they're characters. doing it and now. They've, and they've been, more, they've been more intentional of I think intentional, yes. More uh, race-specific characters to be more inclusive. But whoever looked at Ernie and was like, "What's what kind of race is Ernie? I've just never even no, thought but about it. But I think that um, even if you see like cartoons, even if like, you reference back to The Simpsons... Mm -hmm. um, well, they're yellow. Yeah, oh, but, okay, I, but, yeah, I, but yeah. I also... Well, they have the, the guy, the Indian guy, is a little bit redder. I, maybe maybe Ernie's Middle Eastern. Maybe Ernie's from Saudi Arabia. I don't even know. I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I, I, I like the way they're going with, with being... Oh, I like inclusive. it. I'm down. Uh, I'd be down with the brown and the Asian and the white or whatever. I'd be down with whatever. I just didn't know that the Sesame Street characters had races is all I'm trying to say. I don't want to cancel my people, all right? I'm just saying. Uh, Ernie's red. Okay, so what's red? But we were looking it up, and guess what? What? She also means sesame. Oh, about that. <laughs> so my number one sesame. favoriteest thing to do is play the electric guitar, because I mm. love rock music, and uh, I, I just... Well, we don't need to spoil all that, but I think that's cute. It's different, but I mean... Is it one of those things that we didn't need because we didn't know we needed, or I just didn't? I just didn't think they had braces. I guess is my my thing with that. But whatever, whatever. We it, it's good to get on top of it. I guess you know, better to always be on top, right, Jazzy? Exactly. <laughs> Don't let anybody come in and say you were not paying attention, you were being racist or whatever. All right, I got one more uh, interesting story. I think it's just like kind of weird. 
uh, you're you're from a larger city, and I'm from a smaller town, so this is why I won't ask. Um, in your high school, did you have bathroom stalls on the doors? Um, yeah, we did. Okay, because I guess a, te- a Texas high school in like Austin, Texas, they're removing the stalls. They're taking the stalls off the doors for people. How are you gonna go take a dump, Mister Jesse? I don't know. I've never used bathrooms in school to to go. Oh, me either. I would. I, I just can't. No. Just I remember one time I like freaking walked home. Because I had to poop, and I was like, I'll just walk home. I'm not going here. I just can't. I can't. But, I mean, I've been to the bathroom many a time to know that people do use it for number two, so. This says, um, the principal at Texas High School decided to remove the restroom doors in order to get a grip on drug use and other significant behavioral events, in quotes. Um... I don't know. I mean, can you do that, though? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like there's all kinds of, like, weird sexual assault, like, harassment things now that you could get into with that. Like, don't you have to provide some pe- people some sort of privacy to... What if you got a kid that has one of those weird colostomy bags and they have to poop into a bag or something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you, you have some issues here with that. And if I was a kid and my... If I was a parent and my kid came home and they were like... Yeah, I had to go take a dump, and there was no door. You know, kids nowadays—they're not—they don't—they're not as worried about that kind of stuff as we used to be. Like, yeah, but you know, I mean, it doesn't mean that they I don't need think privacy. No, no, yeah, but but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would just not done it. I would just held it. But kids nowadays—they'll just go back and talk about it and think it's funny. I think like kids are more open about pooping and stuff nowadays. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That is right. Kids be nasty nowadays. Like some of the stuff my sister talks to me about, I'm like, I don't need to know like about man. These all kids of your nowadays, Seriously, these good. kids nowadays, goddamn. All right, you got anything to end with today, Jesse? Uh, no, not anything to close with, not in particular. No, uh, no interesting rap news going on or anything like that. Oh. <laughs> but you been I honestly have been too busy to follow. How you gonna feel at the end of the day? Do we ever wonder? I got one I'm in saving. Alright, so we'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll do the broken hip hop wrap up and we'll get the hell out of here and go to my party. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. I got some Tupac news today on that Broken Hip Hop wrap-up, Jesse. Oh, I like Alright, we'll stand by for that. So, new God, Tupac actually got murdered shot not too far from where our old condo was down there near UNLV. Yeah. Um, so now every time I see Tupac News, it's kind of a little bit more interesting to me because we used to walk by that all the time and people would leave flowers and things. It was kind of like a interesting little space in history that existed kind of somewhere where we're used to 
you know, drive by, walk by all the time. Um, but it looks like in LA, uh, where you're from, Jesse, looks like they're gonna open up a Tupac exhibit. What do you think about that? No, they should. I think that I think Tupac, you know, signifies LA, and you know, he's not originally from LA. He put, you know, LA rap music scene on the map, and you know, with him, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg did. Uh, he holds a special place come on, come on. in no LA change. history. I like it. Well, it's going to be an immersive exhibit. It's going to be called uh, Tupac Tour Wake Me When I'm Free. Uh, a pre sale looks like it's already begun on November 12th, just a couple days ago. Um, it looks like you. it's not open until the 21st of January, so we got a while. You should actually maybe check that out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is on a BET.com report, so I'll send you this. I just thought that would be kind of neat, something, like, I don't really know much about him, but there's a lot of the songs, they, uh, really good storytelling songs, Yeah, you know? I mean, he's one of the original storytellers of hip-hop. I can understand it and, and, and feel his emotion and all, like, some of the newer artists, I really don't understand everything you're saying, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, Tupac was one of those artists that, I mean, he rapped about his mom and rapped about, you know, you know, a woman growing up without a, without a dad or... You know, husband, but he also rapped about you know shooting people and stuff like that. I mean, he was kind of mix. He was kind of um, one of those people that he spoke from his experiences. He's been to jail. We got you know, His mom was a heroin addict growing up and eating that food and what he had to do to survive. And he, he's told the story of the streets and a lot of people. Pretty sure that's a direct quote in the song. It's like what I had to do to survive. Or yeah, whatever. I mean. So I know a lot of people that don't live that type of lifestyle or, you know, had to struggle for something. Don't, don't really get what they're talking about. Like, why is he talking about murdering, stealing cars? Because it happened. He was in a position to where that's what he felt. That's not what he had to do, but that's what he felt he had to do to survive. Like it, and then... Or it just happened around him, you know? Yeah, and I mean, you know? he fell and became, you know, a victim of, like, the easy lifestyle. Circumstance and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, and being raised by the streets. I got cousins that are yeah. white. But, and and I got cousins that are white and they're in this kind of lifestyle, you know? Yeah, but, he, but he took his talents and, you know, shared his stories mm-hmm. and amplified communities that were often neglected or overlooked and shined a light on what was really going on in a lot of the neighborhoods in L.A., especially in Compton, you know, South Central and stuff like that. I love this story. I mean, when we went to Compton, I've uh, been there a couple of times, you know, it's like it kind of does, you almost hear this music in your head as you walk by and you look at everything and it's like, oh yeah, I kind of see where all this comes from. I remember the very first time I went to LA and we uh, ended up on Skid Row somehow and I was like, this is it, this is that place, you know, you hear about it, it really does exist, it's out there, you know? And, and you can easily just, forget about it. You can get some reference, you know, for those of you who don't know what Skid Row is in L.A. It's, it's an area of L.A. where there's just tense homelessness. And I'm not talking about a few. I'm talking about, like, streets, right. uh, community. Communities full, built. Full of homeless people. And it's like a homeless people encampment with tents and, you know, people living on the streets. And they call that Skid Row and part of L.A. Um, I mean, but, there's so many cities that have many versions of that now. It's just... I think it's becoming more and more apparent in our face that we have issues, be it drugs, jobs, homelessness, you know, parents not caring about the kids, whatever it is, education, numerous problems all rolled up causing this and it's not just in Compton anymore and in East LA, it's in, in Detroit, in Chicago, it's coming to your home and your neighborhoods. So. And I think and I think the Democrats that we have in office, especially here, our Congress members and senators, have been very uh, forward thinking and conscious about how they pass legislation 
in this last year, a lot of families have struggled, and they they helped to to pass the child tax credit, which you know, gave three hundred to three hundred seventy five dollars per child. Um, We're gonna go over that one day. Every, every single month. We gotta go over that. Um, and, it one day, and it literally it. affected ninety three percent of children in congressional three uh, congressional four. I mean, and lifted about you know fifty percent of children out of poverty. This is children that went to bed without a meal at night, mm-hmm. and through one piece of legislation, you know, Democrats were able to, with zero Republican support, able to pass a child tax credit. And what does that mean for a kid who? didn't have, you know, peanut butter and jelly even to eat before they went to bed. They mm-hmm. went to bed hungry, waiting to go to school, and, you know, schools were closed. They didn't have a hot meal to go to at the school that they normally would have went to. So there's a, there's a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately are taking place in society, but with the right of people in charge, I mean, we can, we can break some Meet of these... Meet the need. You know, they, we can break some of these trends that we've had in our society with poverty and, you know, especially children not having meals. So. I think there's some people that don't want it. Really, they don't want a handout, but I mean, it's not always a handout. Like, well, they say it's a hand up. But I mean, I mean, there's it's a handout to you. People make, say they don't yeah, you gotta take care of your kids, you know. But at the same time, uh, there's been handouts to the wealthy for the longest time. Oh, yeah. If you're just the, looking that's at, the thing. The rich people love like, handouts. You know, Tesla, Elon Musk was just talking yeah. about how he doesn't pay taxes because why? He gets paid in stock. Is that, a, is that a normal thing that people really understand? No. When you get a job at, not. you know, uh, telephone marketing places or Amazon shipping, they're not paying you in stock because you're going to pay mass mass money so you can escape being paid right. taxes and you actually have money already in hand where you don't need to worry about a paycheck. Yeah, pay me in stock. I'll be fine. The normal, you know, Joe, Susie, Maria can't do that because, you know, every paycheck they get is already accounted for. It's already spent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so this added benefit only helps them more. I love how we got, like, on a tangent into, like, politics. It's all right. It's all right. That's what we do. I mean, I think Tupac, when you mentioned Tupac, Shakur... That is because he told the story me, of being poor. Yeah, for me, that is political. I mean, he yeah, was he, he wasn't a politician, but he spoke about issues in the community. But that he, but he was in his own address. way. He was in his yeah, own way. and and he and he did it in a way where people felt like their voice was being heard. And where other him. people that aren't like him could hear it and also understand the story and feel as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a good one, Mr. Jesse. I know I wasn't feeling the best today. You know, I was coming out of my sickness, so it was a rough start today. <clears throat> one of these days I'll feel better, but you know, you know, like show, sometimes, just, sometimes just showing up is what counts. Yeah, yeah, 5% of the right there. Is 98% of success is showing up. Uh-huh. Showing up. Sure about my I thought, these people are Alright, let's wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. That gobble of these. I gotta get ready. I haven't gotten a haircut still. Oh, God. I gotta get a haircut. Your, your hairstylist went MIA. She dipped out. Where the hell did she go? She disappeared. Alright, well, we're out of here. We're gonna go to the party, get dressed, get all dressed up, take Miss Jody for a walk. Who knows what else could happen, but we'll be back shortly. Thanks for listening. If you stuck out to the end of the show, appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Later. Bye. I'm out. Cruise back for season two. This is Dr. Jesse. Cloud your ears with the Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. Okay, bye bye.
to your porn, even work some black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a need, bro. Pull a trigger, kill him, he's a heat, bro. Get it to the kids.